1: and curse the patriarchy.
0: We can't live with these shows and we can't live without them. But we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex and dating. Stop,
1: Welcome to Love to See It, a podcast about wild off-screen relationship drama that
0: increasingly
1: doesn't seem so off-screen anymore.
0: The fourth wall is breaking. There are no delusions anymore. It's all mixed together in one big soupy mess. (laughs) We know that so much has been going on and we are sorry that it has taken us a little bit of time to get to a gossip episode, but we are excited to be here and we are ready to dig in.
1: Yes, I. I we keep being like we're gonna address that on the gossip. We're gonna address that on the gossip, and then we're like, oh shoot, we can't do gossip this week. We're doing it. Let's let's get into it because I think we really want to focus on a couple big stories, <laughs> and we're not gonna wait. We're gonna jump jump right in. Victoria Fuller is now dating
0: Greg Grippo. I mean, explosions. This is just agent of chaos type of news. We haven't even seen what happens with Victoria and Johnny, and already we're deep in post-relationship questions. So before Victoria's love triangle with Johnny and Alex even played out on screen, spoilers had already emerged that Johnny and Victoria ended up engaged. I believe Reality Steve published those spoilers a while ago.
1: Yeah, it's like everything with Victoria yeah. and Johnny was like no stakes because it had been completely spoiled
0: very early on. <laughs> but mid-season, Dave Neal, who is a recapper and YouTuber, published another rumor that Victoria cheated on Johnny and that their relationship had ended and that she was not only dating Greg Grippo from Katie Thurston season now, but currently traveling with him in Italy because an eagle-eyed <laughs> Bachelor Nation fan had taken a blurry photo of the two of them and their backs walking around an an Italian city. Yeah. I don't Imagine which that one you're it just was. like at the
1: Coliseum on your long awaited European vacation, finally getting a break from the constant bachelor content. And what should you see? <laughs> But, like, two of the great villains of their seasons, one of whom is supposedly about to get engaged to someone else, just wandering romantically around,
0: like, the various landmarks of, like, Rome. (laughs) It's like, damn, these two probably were like, we gotta get out of town to avoid Bachelor Nation. The global, what baby. Is everywhere, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the panopticon. This is a, this is a surveillance state.
1: It globally. Is. It is, it was funny. Like the first photos that emerged, people were like, "Look, it's Greg and Victoria," and I was like, "It's people. One of them has a ponytail, and one of yes. them is a man." But like, I pr- from that photo, I genuinely don't and know like, how the you the can... evidence
0: is simply inconclusive with Sometimes, that first though, round. To
1: be fair, when you see people in public. You can see more clearly than whatever photo you're able to to snap yeah. of them.
0: It was the kind of thing that I was like, I believe it, but I also don't feel confident yeah. enough to like go on a plat my platform and report on it.
1: Yeah. I, I would say like I believe it, but I couldn't say like I've confirmed this using right. photos. Uh, so these these not super great quality photos were circulating. And then they were pretty clearly photographed together on the Multiple shuttle times. at the airport in Rome. Was w- the one that I saw that I was like, "Oh yeah, that's definitely." And them. there were there
0: was like another sightseeing video photo. There were suddenly again all of the Bachelor Nation acolytes uh, that happened to be in the <laughs> nation of Italy were deployed. Yeah. And, They delivered. They were like, I'm putting off my trip
1: to the Vatican. I have to go see (laughs) what Greg and Victoria are up to. I So at this point, everyone was talking about it. And it was right as the Johnny and Alex love triangle was playing out with Victoria. And where Victoria was, I thought, making some very strong points about how Johnny was at a different place in his life than her. She wanted commitment. She wanted Marriage and kids, and Alex met some more of those criteria. And I stand by all of that commentary 100%. It was such a jarring contrast with the fact that, like, she had already ended whatever relationship she was in and was now, like,
0: traveling abroad with someone else. I was like, oh my there's God. I, too
1: much coming at me.
0: I know. It, it was a lot to take in. I was like, how are we supposed to interpret then what we're seeing on screen? It just, it, it got very messy very quickly. I also was like, maybe some of the issues that we saw kind of seeds planted during Paradise led them to break up. After a handful yeah, of in the real world. Yeah, we still
1: actually don't know why they broke up. Yeah, we don't some know. Some people have very, you know, D- Dave's reporting was that Victoria had cheated on Johnny multiple times, I think, and that that had ended the relationship. Um, some others, you know, Reality Steve has covered this a little bit, but he was like, I couldn't confirm necessarily that she cheated per se, you know, we haven't had yet yeah, the big cashing out of all of this that is probably Nick going Vial, to happen on
0: after the final rows. Nick Vile did say on his podcast um, that his sources, who I assume to be Greg and Victoria, <laughs> yeah, said, <well. laughs> said that uh, there was not any overlap. So, like, who fucking knows, I will say to be that honest. that is not the same
1: thing, though, as there being no cheating, because there's no, that it doesn't necessarily have to be Greg that she cheated with.
0: Oh, that's true. But that there was no cheating, at least between Greg and Victoria. I feel like most people are assuming if there was cheating, it was with Greg. But you're really? that's a really good point.
1: I'm actually not, not assuming that at gotten. all. I'm personally not. Because there is a good amount of space between when Johnny and Victoria reportedly got engaged at the end of Paradise. I mean, filming wrapped in late June by the time Greg and Victoria are seen traveling together abroad. It's late October. It's been like four full months. And I
0: believe that the report was that Johnny and Victoria had ended their relationship in September. So I don't think it's so crazy that she might be like starting to date someone new a month later, especially if they ended on like pretty final terms.
1: Yeah. And, you know, we don't have any, obviously, we have no idea insight beyond just the rumors and the reporting that has been circulating. But, um, I will say that this has brought back up some commentary about Victoria in the past that I am not such a fan of. I mean, (sighs) Victoria had a number of issues on her season. She was on Peter's season, Pilot Pete, She, you know, it came out while she was on the show that she had done a modeling gig where she wore, like, a shirt that said White Lives Matter. That was very troubling, um, obviously, and she did have to address that. Um, That was, I think, a very valid and necessary critique um, and conversation to have. But a lot of the controversy was kind of this vague, slut-shamey stuff.
0: Like, she's dated too many men, and it's yucky. <laughs> she's out here breaking up marriages. Like, a lot of kind of antiquated framing of she's, like, about town with a scarlet letter on her chest seducing married men. Yeah.
1: The, the production uh, even made a whole setup where she was on a date with Peter where the musical guest was her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And then it was presented as somehow suspicious that she had dared to date someone in the past <laughs> who now was on the show through no fault of her own. Like, it was just very bizarre.
0: They also brought another woman on to warn Peter about Victoria's Yeah, that reputation. was Peter's... One of Peter's, Peter's exes. Peter's exes, yeah.
1: Yeah, who knew Victoria or knew of her. And... <sighs> That it's woman just, by the way I saw was taking a little victory lap on Instagram. Oh yeah, she said, this. "Oh,
0: guess like now are you going to believe me?" Here's the thing. One has nothing to do with the other. Yeah. Like it like it's just irrelevant and the only like it's not evidence of what happened between Johnny and Victoria. We have no idea what happened yeah. between Johnny the and Victoria. Reverse. Or the reverse. Yeah, that's what I mean. They have have no bearing on each other. And also, I have a fundamental issue with the way that we talk about, like, even if she was involved with men who were in other relationships, like, if you're in a relationship, that is primarily, that is your responsibility to be faithful to your partner. And I find it weird and sexist to be putting all of the blame on like a woman as this temptress who's just out yeah. here. I I don't. Yeah. Here's my thing. I, and I agree yeah. with you.
1: I think that when there's more information about what happened with Johnny and Victoria, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, I know how I'm going to feel about feel. whatever we ultimately learned. There's still a lot that we don't really know that is rumor innuendo. Right. And what really gets me about the way that this is discussed is that, there's so much innuendo and so much like this one rumor about her proves the other rumor about her and the other rumor proves the first rumor, you know? It's just this miasma right. of like slut-shaming rhetoric. none of are proved.
0: None of it is proven. We don't, don't know what's going on and we yeah. haven't heard from Johnny and Victoria. Right. So and I, that's, I just, I don't. It's just a lot of chatter that is sort of yeah. useless and plays into a lot of Tropes that bother me. I guess that's what I was yeah. trying to say, like very inelegantly before. Yeah,
1: I don't approve of cheating. Obviously, like no, I, mean, I, I think people like, have, does a, that have to most be said? people most yeah. people disapprove of it. I think people f- have varying degrees of how bad they think it is as a thing someone can do. I don't think it's the worst thing you can do, but it's certainly pretty bad uh, to be dishonest with your partner in a committed relationship yeah, and very them disrespectful. In that way. If Victoria did cheat on Johnny, that. Is fucked up. That really sucks for Johnny. But I'm kind of disturbed by how quickly the discourse has kind of gone in this regressive direction, and how much right. of it is just implication and like she's not. Well, the right exactly. Type of woman. It's like
0: we're not operating on a lot of solid information. The only solid information we have is that Victoria is currently involved with Greg and has been since October. We yeah. also know for sure that Victoria and Johnny broke up in September. Right. And I think that something that this creates
1: the way that this is all playing out where we're toggling back and forth between two different timelines like we're watching on Monday and Tuesday nights a relationship that happened four or five months ago and then we're reading about something that's happening on the a current timeline is that it creates a sense of like cheating a feeling of cheating. It's just like an essence of cheating. that's such a a good point. It feels like she's dating two guys at the same time. She's cheating
0: on the narrative. Right. She is cheating on the narrative.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it does seem to be sanctioned, which is interesting. One other thing I did want to point out, uh, another bit of evidence on the scale that she did cheat on Johnny, (laughs) or that Johnny, at least, and his family and friends believe that she did, is that... There was an Instagram comment exchange in which a user who appears to be friends with Johnny, it's a private account that is followed by Johnny, uh, commented Johnny greater than sign, greater than sign, greater than sign, greater than sign, trashy v. Fuller. The comment was liked by Johnny's brother, Robert, and someone who is definitely a friend of Johnny's because they are in Instagram pics together, I
0: found. Replied on the thread, she's a cheater. Yeah. Clearly, this is... Clearly, there is speculation and there is a narrative that she cheated. Yeah. We just don't... We just don't know either way and... Yeah. All, I, all I'm taking from that... Yeah. ...is that it seems clear that at
1: least Johnny and his close... People close to him... Believe that there believe was some sort happened. of vi- relationship violation. Yeah. yeah. I'm... And that's evidence. It's
0: just not all the evidence. So Yeah, absolutely. And, like, again, I have no personal investment in any of these people. That very much may have happened. And if it did, that really sucks. Um, Yeah. I'm interested to see how this is addressed within the world of the show. It seems like it will become a big thing on the Paradise Reunion, which just filmed. So hopefully we get a little bit more information or at least kind of get a definitive sense of what the narratives are from both of them.
1: Then (laughs) this weekend, (laughs) it just keeps going this weekend, Nick after paradise taping. Yes. Nick Vial posted a video of a gathering at his place at which Victoria and Greg were in attendance. He actually posted one story with them each separately in the background, not super clearly. And then he posted a video of the two of them sitting next to each other. Her hand is on his shoulder. She's kissing him on the cheek. And Nick's caption is soft launch.
0: Subtle. (laughs) I was like, Nick, you are chaotic as fuck. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, here's
1: the thing. This is deeply chaotic, obviously. It's also clearly sanctioned by the show because Nick That's is close the to the show.
0: Yeah, like he is not a part of the show, but he he doesn't care enough about like creating news to do like he, this has nothing to do with him. So he wouldn't post yeah. that, I believe, unless this was just. The, the show was okay with this becoming a part yeah. of the story. And clearly, clearly they are. I think that they are always kind of navigating how to bring all of the outside news and gossip that exists in this ecosystem into their own show because they've realized like fighting against it completely isn't working because there's just too much of it. And so I feel like this is kind of them towing that line and and Nick is... Is just stepping right in it, and you know what he yeah. does. He does like to be chaotic, so I was not that surprised. I no, just, I'm sure I honestly he was Laughed, thrilled to do it.
1: Also, I want to say that like that, that IG reel and all of the photos of of Greg that have come out, where you can see his face, he has like the same look on his face, which is the sort of pained look of like an A list movie star and like the aughts who's been caught by the paparazzi, and it's just like oh. Like know, he, he always some, just some looks, looks so facial
0: hair too.
1: He just looks so pained to be caught on camera, <laughs> even when it's clearly like a consensual photo from a friend. He's just like, oh,
0: there it is, the camera. <laughs> Good energy. <laughs> oh my God. I, I have so many questions, oh. and I am really, really curious to see how all of this plays out. Likewise. On the region, I just like hope everyone's okay. As always, I'm always like, God, I yeah, hope they're all okay. <laughs>
1: I I really do. I have, as I described earlier, been very critical of Victoria for some things in her past. In other senses, I think the discourse around her has been unfair. I've been very supportive of her side of things in the relationship with Johnny on the beach, and I'm curious to know more about how that actually unfolded. Before yeah. they broke up and and before she got with Greg, I, I really still am interested in what happened. And maybe that was the calculus that the show made to some degree, which was just like, if you lean into this, you can capitalize both on the scandal of her already being with another man and also people's curiosity about how they got from like A to B. I am so
0: curious. It's not the kind of story
1: that makes you go like, oh, well, I don't want to, I feel like I don't need
0: to bother watching anymore. You're just like, wait, what? Like, I need to know more. Exactly. And I think people were speculating that Victoria and Greg had met uh, at Nick's house at his girlfriend's birthday, which I believe happened over the summer, maybe? I don't know. But Nick on his podcast had said, like, that wasn't the first time they met. So, yeah. There it are, seemed like they had already known each other at least casually for a little while, maybe since before. Yeah. My before understanding Paradise. was that they had been
1: talking before, that they had met before, but that they weren't like in a relationship, but that there was interest. Some
0: flirtation. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, and specifically I have read multiple times that Victoria was open about being interested in Greg or being like he'd be someone I would like to meet.
0: Yeah, as they all do, to yeah. be clear. Well, they yeah, but I lists. just
1: mean that like specifically there was an interest, a longstanding interest. Mm, I okay, mean, that
0: makes sense. So many
1: things that are still unknown. We have read some <laughs> some spoilers or I have of
0: what happens at the reunion taping, but I wanna wait I have to talk well. about that stuff until yeah, it airs. I exactly. I think we need to see it to be able to make any Judgments. It seems like it's just going to be a lot.
1: It does seem like it's going to be a
0: lot. Yeah, I
1: I don't see a point to talking about something twice when we're going to do it with more information, right? Soon,
0: um, but so it we sounds will hold like going to be on that. Lot. But yeah, it seems like it's going be... oh yeah. <laughs> <There's laughs> so to be so much. Truly, say. so much. Um.
1: Also, it seems like just one little hint that Victoria will not be the only person to break up with the man she met on the show and then immediately go to Italy. So, I don't know what the <laughs> appeal of Italy is these days. It's where you go to rest and relax, and to eat,
0: pray, love,
1: <laughs> to eat, pray, love your way out of paradise <laughs> stress. Um, but keep keep your eye on that uh question. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about Victoria and Greg, but um except just that like I I still can't I, I just don't think we know the full implications yet of what it will mean no, for the franchise that they have become, that they have just bought into, we can't keep this under wraps anymore. We're just going to toggle back and forth between the two timelines, the current gossip, what we captured on the show. It's all going to be part of the experience of watching it now.
0: Yeah. I'm also just frankly curious to see their vibe together. Like, these are not two people I would have automatically in my mind been like, yes a couple I can naturally see working it 1000% would never have occurred to me to put yeah together. never never although like,
1: to be honest I do try not to think about who either of them are dating like it's not like it's not, not top not, of
0: mind no it's and there are people
1: from bachelor nation like Rodney who I'll find myself being like oh wouldn't that be sweet if they dated so-and-so or so-and-so Greg and Victoria I'm just like you're not part of, out that of, for out me. of my mind.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree with that. But I am curious to see how they are together. We got a little hint. Did you see that he commented on a oh photo? Oh, yes. <laughs> no, it's, I'm sorry. I listen. I'm not ready for a thirsty Greg. It's too much. I'm not it's too I don't want it much. She posted a little video of herself in her dress getting ready for maddie pruitt's wedding which we will discuss in a bit and the caption was go on and put on that dress that all the bad boys like and i think that was like the song lyric that was playing and greg commented good girl
1: no i was
0: dumb. yuck i don't want to know what what you say to each other in the. Bedroom. i was like on the one hand <laughs> get it on the <laughs> other hand do it privately (laughs) i just like no i need to delete it very (laughs) quickly
1: yes i think that like he probably was like oh i forgot why i don't do this kind of thing in public (laughs) yeah (laughs) everyone can see and now it's in like us weekly um or maybe that was exactly what he wanted to happen who knows um But yeah, that was the first little taste. And who knows? Maybe they'll get married and have 10 babies. Maybe they'll be
0: broken up by the time the reunion airs. It's just chaotic out there. Anything can happen. It's very chaotic. (laughs) Let's move on to another (laughs) innuendo-filled, very confusing piece of gossip. Yeah. So
1: this is another uh, BIP gossip item it's a little old, but we,
0: we've we alluded to it a couple times during our recaps. So and I still want to talk it. about it because I'm still yeah, confused. We I'm still don't have so answers. I'm so confused. So confused, Claire. So basically,
1: Brandon made some cryptic comments about something Olu did on Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, and this happened on an Instagram story that he posted, I think, while... Well, You know, while or before one of the episodes aired, um, he saw, I guess, an Instagram story, which included one of those old stills from Michelle's Bachelorette season in which Brandon and Olu are fighting with giant teddy bears at that like sleepover themed date. And the account had also posted a quip about how like Serene has nothing to worry about during split week because Brandon is so loyal, he'd swerve the other girls like giant teddy bears And Brandon, like, ignores all the, like, intended content of this Instagram story, which is, like, Brandon just loves Serene so much. He reposts it and and just says, if they choose not to show the disgusting actions that man did next couple episodes, you better keep me off a podcast. And
0: everyone is like, wait, what? (laughs) You're like, what are you talking about? And it was hard to know how to address this because, again, he didn't make any specific claims. We didn't see anything No one else has spoken about this. Nothing has been reported about it. And then Brandon did go on a podcast and obviously said nothing about it because he is under contract. Yeah. And he was
1: on clickbait, which is one of the official Bachelor pods. So obviously they were not there to get the scoop.
0: I love that they like saw probably saw him. Someone from the show saw this this Instagram story, which he quickly deleted and was like, here's a podcast you absolutely can't talk about whatever you are alluding to, and you must take that down. (laughs) Yeah. And he was like, You've made a huge
1: mistake. You need to go (laughs) on clickbait and pretend none of this ever happened. I mean, it's obvious that the show does not want this to become part of the, you know, illusion of the show that is shattered for the purpose of salacious gossip. They're like, we're just not going to go there at all.
0: Yeah. It seems (sighs) like maybe they just kind of then disappeared olu yeah
1: i saw people you know speculating about like even on the show like it seems like the women have more nice things to say about like rick or adam and no one has anything nice to say about olu but really he was barely on the show also they really did show very little of him, and then
0: he was just quietly sent home. Right, which could mean multiple things, right? Like, that could mean that he did something that crossed a line in some capacity, and they just wanted to give him as little screen time as possible and then figured out a way to send him home and sent Rick home along with him in order to make it more seamless for story. Mm. It could also mean it could also mean that they just didn't find him to be important and, like, didn't show him much, right? So it's... But I do think if it were a
1: totally neutral thing, like, something that they weren't invested about not being shown, they might have let Brandon talk about it. Like, sometimes people will say, like, oh, something that got left on the cutting room floor that I really loved was that I actually had a connection with, like, Marcus. You know what I mean? The show's not going to go after you if they don't really care I can understand why they probably wouldn't want to like, if they're not going to make dramatic hay out of something shitty that happens, they probably don't want to just have people hearing about a shitty thing that happened on the show. I don't know. It is one of those things again, that is, we don't know what happened. I, you know, you obviously hope that it's not a, a situation where the women were disrespected or, treated badly in some way and that yeah. was like brushed under the rug. At the same time it is uncomfortable to have these like horrific rumors based on like actual like zero details like circulating about someone on the franchise, especially like a black man on the franchise. And so it just like again it just feels like the worst possible sort of like
0: discourse and right. It's I, hard to that's uh, what that's why it's been hard to know how to talk about it because it's hard to know what to even do with it. Like we don't have enough information. Yeah. We don't have enough information to really know what should be done with it. And I think unless someone chooses to talk about it, like we're just simply not going, we're not going to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, it's possibly is something that we won't hear about until people are off contract, which sometimes right. does happen. And and who knows? Um, I would hope that they would address something like this at the reunion, but I doubt that they will. Um, Highly doubt it. Yeah. So just again, it's just two situations where like off screen gossip like intrudes on the narrative and like. Handled completely different, it's so chaotic how it's being handled. like there's the Victoria and Greg thing where they're just like embracing it. They're like, we endorse this gossip one hundred percent. and then there's like the Sally thing where they presented one fantastical narrative on screen and then the cast rebelled against it. They're they doing experiments just tried Blair. to ignore it. and then there's this like yeah, they're experimenting it's the the um the cast have become like, They've they've developed a consciousness. They're like, we have our contracts, but also we're not going to be pushed around. <laughs> and so
0: there's a power struggle. Fascinating. I'm actually very curious to see how this ends up shaking out the next few seasons, because clearly we're on the precipice of some sort of shift of how yeah. cast members are engaging with the narrative that's presented. Um and I think that's going to probably continue. Yeah. And Bip is in such
1: an interesting position relative to other reality dating shows because everyone who goes on the show is more or less famous already before the show airs because they already right. appeared on a season of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. And so they know each other to meet each other. And they also, other people know who they are to surveil them like they did with Victoria and Yes. Gag.
0: Yes, that's such a good point. I also think that they feel like they're in more of a position of power, like they're Mm -hmm. being not paid a lot, but they are being compensated for their labor. What I've heard from talking to some people who have been on VIP is that the atmosphere is very different. Like whereas on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, they make a really big effort to keep, the contestants from interacting at all like with the crew they're very much like don't look at the camera don't have any interaction with the people operating the cameras don't like really don't acknowledge that you're being surveilled and on Paradise it I think from the cast perspective uh, it feels more like a collaborative effort
1: mm-hmm. like
0: there will be kind of more overt direction like not in terms of like do this thing but like everyone's more in on it together because they all kind of know how the sausage is made which is the sense that we've gotten from a show like f boy island right like right you're like everyone's here to create an entertaining product we're going to show up we have a job to do we're also acting in ways that are true to our emotions but like yeah you're not being kept completely separate from from what's going on you're not yeah. constantly like what the fuck exact yeah 100% and i think that all
1: of those factors like especially as time goes on and people are more familiar with you know both bachelor in paradise as a concept and what's possible on it and what kind of platform it gives you and and also as you know it's you know the contestants themselves are finding themselves in a different you know, like, it's just a different world than we were in when when Paradise started in terms of what it meant to be on a show like yeah. this. We really see, like, it is a power struggle. Like, progressively, like, contestants are asserting more and more what they want to do with the show, and production is, like, cracking down. Like, Split Week was a classic divide-and-conquer move. Oh, yeah. And, like, a psychological terrorism move to
0: be, like, you think that you're... Oh, you think you have some control? You think you understand what's going on? You don't know anything. Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: They're putting them back in their place. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back to talk about some less paradise-focused gossip.
0: Can you keep up? I like love it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.
1: Emma, what's the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would it be
0: sleep? Would it be get a delicious pastry from the bake shop around the corner? Would it be, I don't know, get some actual writing done? Yeah. Read
1: a book. I mean, my list is extremely long these days. There are not a lot of hours (laughs) to spare. And, you know, a lot of us do spend our lives wishing we had more time.
0: The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and actually make it a priority.
1: Yeah, this is something that I am often working on with my therapist. It helps you find what matters to you so you can do more of it.
0: If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try.
1: It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule.
0: Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge.
1: Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp.
0: Visit betterhelp.com love to see it today to get 10% off your first month.
1: That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot love to see it. So it's been a few years now, but I still look back on my time planning my wedding so fondly. I mean, I was so excited to get married to my partner and to plan a big party that really reflected who we are and our friend groups and our families. And it was also very complicated and there were lots of moving parts it wasn't always easy.
0: Well, Claire, maybe you should have used Zola because you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place with Zola.
1: Yes, i thought this many times in the years since. I mean, with Zola, you have free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website. There's a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches you with your dream team. I mean, everything on Zola is just designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible.
0: And with invites that are super fun to create and a wedding registry packed with gifts that you actually want, Zola takes you from save the date right to think so much without breaking a sweat. When I was planning my wedding, honestly, it was just so hard
1: to keep track of every component of the planning process. It would have been so much easier in retrospect and let me enjoy the really fun parts of planning a wedding more if I just had everything centralized. And that is exactly what Zola makes so easy. I mean, that is like the number one advice I would give anyone planning a wedding today.
0: Start planning at Zola.com.
1: That's Z-O-L-A.com. Are you one of those people who thinks they don't have time to prioritize wellness?
0: If so, Allo Moves is here to change your whole mindset. From
1: beginner to advanced, Allo Moves has the flower class that will fit your whole schedule, even if your schedule is very complicated and ever-changing, like mine is.
0: And their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day, which is so convenient.
1: They've got award-winning workouts like sweat-inducing yoga flows, hit classes, or reformer Pilates workouts.
0: Truly. Truly have it all because you can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing and journaling for those quieter moments.
1: I am one of those people who really struggles to prioritize wellness. I did before I had kids and now it's even harder because you're always doing pick up or drop off. You're making a lunch you're like dealing with some need that your children have or you're working and Allo Moves allows me to just fit those workouts in. In those spare moments, when I find myself with an extra 30 minutes of time, I can do a yoga class, I can do something that gets my heart rate up, and it really works with my lifestyle. So
0: unlock your personal wellness routine with
1: Allo Moves. Go to Allomoves.com now and use code LTSI20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership.
0: That's Allomoves.com, code LTSI20. Allomoves.com,
1: code LTSI20.
0: I am someone who is perpetually facing the issue of my closet is messy and full, and yet I feel like I have nothing to wear, Mm -hmm. but Quince has been an absolute game changer for my style. Same. If I really
1: need a new
0: luxury basic, I
1: know where I'm going to find one that is going to fit the bill, work for a lot of different occasions and styles, and I'm also going to stay on budget, which is a huge plus.
0: They have items like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for just $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passing... And passes the savings on to us. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices
1: and premium fabrics and finishes.
0: I love Quince for their wardrobe basics. Like, I have a really amazing leather blazer from Quince. But I also have gotten really into, like, their luggage and travel accessories I just purchased an incredible neoprene weekender bag and it is such high quality. The color is beautiful. And I spent about half as much as I would have spent on a very similar product from a fancier brand name. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns.
1: That's com slash LTSI to get
0: free shipping and 365-day returns. quince.com slash LTSI. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. As they should, learning a language is so important. So if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally
1: check it off the list. With Babbel, the science-backed learning language app that actually
0: works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks, which is kind of wild.
1: One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, aka so, so many days of waking up for an 830 class
0: that I maybe didn't need to do at all. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Personally, I've been trying to brush up on some basic French because I am headed to go work from Paris for a few weeks, and... It's been really helpful because my French is not good, but now I don't have to sound like such an idiot. You can never sound like an idiot, but Babbel can definitely help. Here's a special limited
1: time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash LTSI. Get 55%
0: off at Babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we are back, and it is time for us to address the fact that Gabby and Eric have split up reportedly. reportedly. (laughs) They are still in
1: that nether region between the news has been reported that they broke up, and yet they still haven't officially addressed it via an Instagram post. So initially when Gabby was on... Dancing with the Stars following the season. Eric was a big part of that. Like he was in her photo dumps. He was posting constantly urging people to vote for her. He was coming to the the shows. And people began to notice in the last month or so that Gabby had been spotted at rehearsals not wearing her engagement ring. It would be easy to spot that she wasn't wearing it because it's so big. (laughs) It's like the size of an egg. Eric had stopped coming to the tapings. The last time they had posted together on Instagram was mid-October. And for a new couple that's very public, these are classic posts. Classic Pre-breakup signs. signs. Yeah. Yeah. On October 31st, this is actually when I became aware of this because I don't track how often people are posting together and stuff like that. But I saw this interview. This is when
0: I tuned in.
1: And this is also when my sweet mother-in-law texted me like did you see that gabby (laughs) and eric are probably broken up and i was like just saw it uh gabby was speaking to a fox reporter after dancing with the stars who asked her if she and eric were still together and she was with her dance partner who just stared at the floor (laughs) the whole time she responded and she said this I think life is just really busy for the both of us right now. So I understand the concern, but we're just kind of, you know, going forward with each of our individual interests and supporting each other from afar.
0: Also, Eric lives in Los Angeles. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I will say, I was like, yeah, he's been
1: posting more surfing content. So I guess he can surf more when he's not at Dancing with the Stars tapings. But you're like, from afar, Uh emotionally far in a different part of this city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I the minute I saw that I was like, oh.
1: This there This
0: is not the this is actually
1: this is not what you say if you are trying to give your partner a little bit more freedom to live their own life during this hectic moment, but you're still very much together. You know, you would say something like, "Oh my gosh, of course we're still together. We're so happy, but, you know, I want him to also have space to be his own person and surf as much as he wants. Yeah, this is
0: taking up so much of my life right now, but it's something that's temporary. He's like cheering me on every step of the way, but he can't always come to the tapings. Yeah. And...
1: You know, our individual interests, supporting (laughs) each other from afar. This is like official separation statement between like two This is conscious uncoupling. Yes, (laughs) it really is. And so a few days later on November 4th, E! News reported that Gabby and Eric had indeed split. A source from Bachelor Nation told E! that Gabby was the one to initiate the breakup that week and uh, said she felt they weren't aligned and weren't on the same page. Gabby was hoping they could give each other space and work it out, but ultimately decided they didn't have a future
0: since then. We haven't heard a whole lot. Neither of them has posted a statement about the split. Eric has continued to post on Monday nights, urging people to vote for Gabby on dancing with the stars. To me, the most beyond the fact that it was just reported by a reputable entertainment outlet is that Rachel posted a photo on the day that this report dropped. Rachel posted a photo on Instagram of her and Gabby at Dancing with the Stars with the text back to the streets. Yeah, it's not looking good. (laughs) Rachel knows. But then does Jesse Palmer know because in crime?
1: Because then on Saturday, Jesse Palmer stuck his little nose in there. He told Us Weekly that the two of them were still trying to work through things and was Are like, Are they just like on, not and really over. on a break? I don't. I mean, I'm confused. I don't know. I was like, What is Jesse doing? Like, does he know something? I mean, it's it's certainly possible that they are basically broken up, but they don't feel sure about it enough yet to to make a statement. to make a statement yeah. that they're in that space. liminal
0: space. Yeah, I I would buy that that they're like we're still kind of talking. Maybe yeah. there's hope, but like we're not we're not gonna really be in an active relationship right now. But like maybe we will come back together. I don't know. Or it feels it's possible like, that. Is this Jesse, is Jesse
1: Palmer. I mean, or the opposite, that he's like, let's not make a whole thing about their relationship ending until Gabby is done on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Like, are they just trying to kind of avoid having such a big news cycle about it where they have to, like, make statements and give interviews and go on podcasts until she's, like, able to devote more of her attention to I it? I mean,
0: probably. I have to assume that she didn't want this news to come out before she finished on Dancing with the Stars. It's just not convenient. Um, But I think that there was just so much speculation. And then she was asked directly. And it's like she did not want to lie, clearly. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. That's the thing. If you want to keep a split under wraps, you have to – Lie and you have to have him keep coming to your tapings,
0: and And that sucks. So I get it. Like if you're, if someone broke up with me and then was like, we, you do have to still come to my Dancing with the Stars shows. Yeah,
1: it would be like if you were laid off and they were like, it's actually a two weeks notice and you have to keep working for the next two weeks. Yeah, they're like, that's not how it works. And they're like, it is. So see you tomorrow. Yeah. This this made me sad. I think it's entirely possible that it's the best thing for Gabby in the long run. Um, yeah. We learned a lot of things about Eric that were really disturbing.
0: I also um, feel like Rachel wouldn't have posted something kind of quippy if she didn't think this was
1: the best like, thing. That Gabby
0: was in control and that this was the best thing for her. 100%. It's also just like... The both of these women were really put through it
1: yeah. by the show
0: this season, and it's just been such a rough, a rough ride for both of them. And so, in that sense, like it is, it's it's a bummer. It's sad.
1: Yeah, there are things about it that are sad, even if it's ultimately the best thing. And I continue to hope that Eric is doing a lot of growth. And yeah working on himself but you know uh, he
0: can do that separate from he can gabby. do that
1: separately from gabby and gabby was putting in a lot of work to you know be accountable for the shit that he did yeah. um, because they were together and she is still working a very public all-consuming job right now and if if the relationship isn't what she needs then then move on but yeah you just you you do just want you just want them to have come out of this like happy
0: or at least not having to deal with a news cycle like this i know i know i'm just like i want these women to be like left alone um (laughs) at least she seems to be having a great time on dancing with the stars and doing very well from what i have seen i just i like to check in on the she's very gifted yeah uh yeah i it's a it's a
1: story that is uh Hard to feel good about for all these reasons, but um, we certainly wish Gabby especially the best and can't wait for their eventual Instagram statements, which (laughs) will be such a wealth of material. I mean, will they post the same one? Will they post the same one, but then immediately start giving conflicting podcast interviews? Oh my god,
0: I'm ready for
1: it. Will they post different statements with very telling differences? What if they
0: just never address it? What if they never address it?
1: (laughs) Whoa. What if she just like one day posts a single line on her Instagram
0: story being like, yes, we're done.
1: What if she oh. yeah what if she just posts with a new partner? Oh my yeah gosh. or he
0: does. I, there are so many <laughs> options for how you can play it at this point. Endless possibilities. I guess we'll just have to, we'll just have to wait and see. And uh
1: let's move on to our next our next item. Maddie Pruitt is now Maddie Trizzy Trout. <laughs> Congratulations she
0: to the Trizzy Trout. They are one The Televangelist, the TikTok Televangelist. Has wed the MLM billionaire scion. It's just. Who would have ever thought
1: to put those two together? <laughs> you know, it's in this crazy world. These two kids found each other and it's just beautiful. And now um, they can bang. So I finally, love that That was the major theme of their wedding. It was that and Jesus. <laughs> the wedding <laughs> was held in Dallas on the vast grounds of what looks like a really lavish Estate style
0: wedding venue, but is actually Grant's parents' house. I was so confused. I was like, God, I gotta look up in our yeah. netstock. I was like, oh, TK I venue, TK <laughs> venue. Like, which venue is this? I gotta look that up. And Claire's like, oh no, no, no. That's just the Trizzy Trout residence. <laughs> yeah. It is a
1: rambling, rambling estate. But it, it is know, very manicured.
0: It yeah. is a vast
1: this- manicured lawn.
0: I mean, they needed a large venue for their massive wedding. I kept trying to count because there was a lot of drone aerial footage. And I was literally trying to count the number of rows. (laughs) There were at least 26 or 27 and some were cut off. And each row had, it was like six on both sides. So it was like 12 people. Oh my God. In each row. And, And that wasn't all of it. Them and that clearly didn't like count so, the bridal party 12
1: on each side, like so. 20 no, 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 oh, no okay. six
0: on each side. So, sorry,
1: six on each side so by 12 26. in a row. Minimum so 26 times 12. We're looking at over 300
0: people. The minimum, and it was minimum. more, it was absolutely more. Minimum, yeah. Honestly, that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't um, it doesn't surprise me either. It's not like an unheard of number of people, but it was just. Big and opulent. (laughs) Like, that was the vibe of the wedding. Big, opulent, sexy Jesus. Oh, my God. It was my big, opulent, (laughs) sexy Jesus wedding.
1: (laughs) There was so much content on her Instagram story and Grant's Instagram story. I was just, like, screenshotting.
0: So was I. Claire and I were living. Living. I was like, this (laughs) is the dream love yeah. when people surveil themselves and it was I can a talk whole, about it
1: i know i was like enough of these weddings where we just have to like get a little write-up and some photos from people like live post your wedding weekend please uh they had like this lavish like weekend like I,
0: a bridal brunch a rehearsal dinner that looked oh like a wedding and i sort of thought I, it was the wedding <laughs> i didn't know that bridal brunches were a thing i yeah. learned about the bridal brunch because of maddie Now I know.
1: Do other people do it?
0: I don't know. Do you think I looked into it? I just—I was like, what
1: was I doing at brunch time the day before my wedding? I think (laughs) I was like frantically, like sweatily racing (laughs) around running last minute errands. And I had like a really nice wedding, you know, and still did not have the leisure the day before for a bridal brunch. I was like, got to go to Kay and ask them to steam clean my ring. Got to get my nails done. Got to like. Pack our shit for the honeymoon. Got to make sure everyone knows everything they need to know. Uh, she was having
0: a beautiful wedding-style bridal brunch. I have a question. Do you think Maddie had a staffer that was there to create and post social content yes. on her accounts, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Who would, who would have... Well, maybe she's just like an elite-level poster. No, I but... mean, it definitely had to be someone else. <laughs> and frankly, that seems like... Money worth spending. I will say that, like, it's not super manicured a lot
1: of the time. And so I don't know if she was having a friend help her or Does she like, have a lot like a photos assistant are, like, or something slightly but out I, of focus. Yeah. But like, also, I feel like that's kind looking, of the mark of good and content. Yeah. It looks yes, real. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah.
0: it has to be real. You can't just post the official, there's a lot you know, of professional it. wedding photos. And I, it did feel. And in, in the sense of what you would actually
1: need to include, very professional because she always would have her entire outfit tagged, her hair and makeup artist, like earrings at Happy Jewelers, jumpsuit Which, at Nardo hey, Design, I'm H&M, sure the Styling
0: Stewardess. There's got to be some amount of, you know, sponsorship, I would imagine. Although I guess they're very rich, so they wouldn't need it. But I'm not surprised that, like, all the brands would be tagged and… Yeah, I would assume there were at least some. Yeah. Cause like celebrities don't need it either. They're rich,
1: but they're the they're the aspirational ones. So you make the deals with them. Um, yeah, they have this, they had a lavish whole weekend. I one of my favorite posts was actually Grant's Instagram story about their rehearsal dinner, in which he wrote, The central theme of the night in all of it was the name of Jesus. <laughs> The theme of their rehearsal dinner was the name was of Jesus. Jesus. Oh, the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. It's just like <laughs> culture shock for me watching this content. Even as someone who is for Chris, you, like, was, for grew you, up for Christian, me. right? Still <laughs> culture shock because evangelical Christianity is so different, despite all it's, the similarities and commonalities I'm, from
0: Catholicism. The spaces that I have operated in are just quite separate from this, spot, from from billionaire evangelicals. It's just yeah, about as far from my lived experience <laughs> as <laughs> you <far>. can get.
1: <laughs> Wait, do you remember Sean and Catherine's wedding? Yeah. The one thing that I really, that stuck in my head from it was that during the special that they filmed, Catherine said that, the, that she wanted the theme of the wedding to be grown, grown sexy. sexy. Yeah. And so I feel like now the two wedding themes that I am familiar with, are grown sexy and the name of Jesus, <laughs> which is quite a story. I did say sexy Jesus was. Yeah, <laughs> it was very sexy. I mean, look, Maddie is gorgeous. She had a lot of great looks,
0: many dresses, did. jumpsuits, gowns. I actually really loved her looks for the rehearsal dinner and the bridal brunch because they were a little different. Understandably, like the two gowns that she wore during the actual wedding, were, like, more traditional bridal gowns. I always love, like, a quirkier bridal look. So I enjoyed the jumpsuit and the little mm-hmm. mini dress.
1: Yeah, the the jumpsuit was cute. Um, and it shows how deeply the jumpsuit has penetrated into wedding culture now, because in a I lot know. of ways... She's, it used a, to she, be alt. Right, it used to be so edgy. And, like, she is such a traditional... Christian southern bride in a lot of ways but she she now can do that as a jumpsuit um let's get to the wedding itself she wore two gowns both of them were sort of traditional floor length gowns full skirted she had kind of one like ceremony only gown like the kind of gown that would have been I think quite difficult to wear because of the giant train
0: Giant train at the wedding, res- at the restrictive off the shoulder neckline, yeah. like you can't really be dancing around yeah. lifting your arms. A very tight in this mermaid gown. skirt. It's she looked, looked stunning. Beautiful, it very sleek white gown. Is very traditional and also very like eye catching. Like it was a statement. It made it yeah. made a statement. Although I'll say the veil was the real statement. I don't even know
1: how to give this. <laughs> a a big enough moment on the pod. I am looking at a screenshot right now that I took at the time. When I clicked through the Instagram stories and saw this, I thought that this was text that had been superimposed (laughs) on the shot to be like, here it is, our first look, worth the wait. It's a shot of Grant and Maddie. She is facing him and her veil is spread all the way out behind her and in the middle of the veil in block letters it says worth the wait.
0: What Claire? What were they waiting for?
1: Well, that's the question, right? Because they're twenty six. Like they're not, they're not babies in the realm of like southern weddings, but they're also not like not, she's not on like the an shelf. old maid, <laughs> right? It's certainly not like unheard of. They've been dating for ten months. So long. They've been. Engaged Can you even
0: imagine
1: for three months? Where's the wait? And I so I think it's obvious that it's about sex. Because yeah. she waited to have she sex waited until they got married. To they sully her
0: purity they, until well, not, she found. It's not impure now because she's married. Well, now it's pure. I mean, she didn't sully her purity. She waited yeah, for Grant, a man who is out here on his wedding day posting the most goobery photo of himself <sighs> I've ever seen In a tux, pointing to his neon green and white slides. I can't. I, (sighs) I. I, uh, Despite that photo,
1: I still think that the worth the weight on the veil is the tackiest thing I've ever seen. Not to be too mean, but like, what? It's basically just a (laughs) slogan that says like, "Sex, finally."
0: (laughs) We all know what it means. We need. Christianity is broken. Is something my has, conclusion. Something's amiss. I'm like something is amiss. If
1: this is where the culture has led you, you got to start asking some questions. Like, I think we also like even saw a moment, like a clip of video from her reception where she's literally shouting, "I finally get to have sex at some of her
0: friends." Wait, what?
1: Yeah, I did not. It's see like kind this. of you can't fully hear it, but it's pretty clear what she's saying under the music. I. Listen, I, too, once very fervently believed that I would wait for marriage to have sex. And (sighs) so I get it. It just it. Oh, my God. (laughs) I hope that they have a beautiful and happy marriage. And I truly I truly am very happy for them that they seem so in love. That's what I got.
0: <laughs> I feel bad. Me too. I like making no, no, so no, no. much fun of them. No, 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 no. Me too. Look, look. They're so Their wedding rich. Was beautiful. <laughs> They're, so, They're even... so rich. They're fine. <laughs> They're fine. We are. This is all in good fun. Obviously, we wish happiness for everyone involved in like all of the relationships across Bachelor Nation. We. It's really lovely that she's happy. We enjoyed her on Peter's season. It is just the evangelical culture and the like prosperity gospel bullshit that this seems to embody is really yeah. striking. I also am genuinely
1: terrified as she morphs into like a televangelist on TikTok she's, in real time. She's and TikTok
0: Tammy Faye.
1: I just can't. I did, I did enjoy her. I wish her the best. And, what I wish for her is to maybe not
0: become an influencer slash televangelist. I think for the train has left the <gasps> no. station, Claire. It's happening. Wait, can we also briefly discuss their cake, which is the largest cake I've ever seen in my life? Oh, Emma.
1: Cakes are so big these days. You don't even know.
0: It is, it it's is pretty as, big. It's as tall as a human. <laughs> It's
1: literally as tall as a human.
0: How else can you show how tall your love is? You're like, I'm so rich. I just need to find new things to spend yeah. more money on.
1: I don't want to think about how much a cake that big costs, because a cake that's the size of a birthday cake costs more than I'm willing to pay. <laughs> and I respect the craft that
0: goes into it. But yep, that is To not be a fair, cake. this this wedding, this wedding cake is stunning. It's architectural, frankly. I just... Oh, yeah.
1: A lot of dowels in there, I bet. Yeah. That's what I learned from the Great British Bake Off. You got to put your dowels and your platforms in there or it'll all just go sideways. Yeah. I mean, they also, you know, again, this was at his parents' house. So it seems like they put up, like, a really elegant greenhouse,
0: like, tent Gorgeous. or something
1: for the reception. Gorgeous.
0: Yeah, like a clear... Tent that is like a full structure that was clearly built on the property for the wedding, a cu- like custom flooring that was monogrammed. Yeah, yeah, lots and of monograms, lots of monograms, lots of, of, monogram- monograms, big lots of white and cream. People.
1: Everything is so bridal. It's like, trust us, nothing has been sullied, everything is white. Um, yeah, she does. She changed into a reception dress that looks like what I would consider to be a very fancy. Uh, Bridal gown. Ceremony gown. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's their that's their big weekend. They're now on honeymoon in Cabo. They seem very happy, very married. Can you believe that a year ago they hadn't even met
0: or had started dating? Shit. I don't know if they really, knew each other before. Truly wild. Also, this wedding was such a bonanza of bachelor nation people. Like, like. 50% of the women from her season were there.
1: Yes, it like was. At, at Maddie plus, is so well-liked. That is one of the things that I think is most, like, positive about, like, that makes me feel she the most seems, positively about she her. She genuinely
0: seems like a really nice person. Like, clearly yeah. she is beloved by her friends, even people who live very different life lives and have very different belief systems for, from her. And I think that does, like, speak well for her for sure. Um, Everyone seemed really excited to be there, really excited to support them, really excited that she was so happy. We saw Adam and Raven were there, who are just, like, the most well-attended. Like, they have attended almost every wedding. Like, they're just, they've just become friends with everyone. I didn't even know that Adam and Raven knew Maddie, but they were there. They were there. Uh, Also, half the women. Yeah, Yeah. All, like, all of Peter Weber's yeah, ex girlfriends that were like the biggest players on his season were there. Um, Victoria, Hannah Ann, Deandra, Victoria Fuller, Natasha, Kelly, who is currently dating Peter, uh, Victoria P, Sheanne, Jasmine, Sydney, McKenna, Ben Higgins and his wife were there. Oh, and Kiara, Kiara yeah. Norman, um, who who seemed to have been in like is kind of in Maddie's inner circle because she was at the Bachelorette and at the Bridal Brunch. Yeah, it was it
1: was wild to watch. It sort of was like watching like a college reunion or something as the content started to show up. Like they're all, they're like caravanning out to Maddie's big day. And, like, I know, <laughs>
0: honestly, I, that is part of it that I loved. I was like, yes, show me from every angle. <laughs> like I kept discovering new people who were there. And yeah. It looked like a good time. And I'm glad, look, I'm glad that Maddie and Grant get to Bone. I hope it's good.
1: Me too. And I I wish that more people felt comfortable and per- permitted, really, to do that before they're legally bound together. But I respect that this is their belief system and that they really wanted to put it on the veil. And that was their decision. <laughs> and I support that. <laughs> Uh, Moving on to something where I will seem like less of a rude bitch. Uh, there were a actually a slew of Bachelor Nation weddings and engagements. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to like
0: rapid fire through these. First up, Leslie Murphy married her longtime fiance and the father of her daughter, Alex Kavanaugh, in a destination wedding in Hawaii. And then they had an Italian honeymoon. Yeah, Sean I, and Catherine were there. It looked beautiful. Yeah, if you don't
1: remember, didn't watch the season, Leslie was one of the uh, big players on Sean Lowe's season of The Bachelor. She and Catherine were like besties; they're very close. And I follow Leslie's content. Like I really like she's her, and she's great, actually
0: great travel content.
1: Yeah, I actually like check. She's like a travel blogger. She runs like tr- trips, and her so her content is. Not the sort of it's messy but real. It's very like crisp and clean always. She has very like well produced Instagram content and it was all beautiful, like stunning. I wanted to like be in the photos, especially the honeymoon photos. And their daughter is so cute and I know. It was just a lovely, lovely. Uh, I really like
0: her. We have we have met her and she was so, so sweet. Yeah. Can't She's say can't say person. anything bad about her. Delightful. Uh, Joe Amabili and Serena Pitt got married. Congrats to them. They had a city hall ceremony in New York. Uh, celebrities, they're just like us. <laughs> um, and they are planning a big wedding for next year. I assume they were just like, we should do the legal stuff because it's America and Serena is Canadian. And I went to school in Canada. I know a lot of couples who are American Canadian and like, the U.S. government can be a pain. So you want to yeah. just start that process. I imagine that was a factor. The way they talked about it was very like, anyway, we
1: just like felt like getting married for ourselves in private. And we mentioned it one day and then we were just like, let's do it. And so two weeks later, we went and did it. Um, they seemed so happy. She says she was like crying the whole time. Natasha That's Parker really was their nice. witness. They The way that they talk about it was so, they were just like, yeah, we thought no one would find out because we were wearing masks and like, who would notice that and we were like if someone does see we'll just say that we are going for a parking ticket but apparently then we got there and like the wedding stuff is in this very big very separate part of city hall i
0: I was gonna say (laughs) i recently went to the the brooklyn um city hall the courthouse to register for domestic partnership
1: and it is in the
0: same it's in the same um place as the weddings and like there's not a whole lot of people in there, and even with masks, like, we recognized a couple that we then saw in the parking garage, and we were like, Mazel Because then they were like, yeah. wait, how do you know? We're like, we were in the same room as you. Like, there was only, like, ten people there, and you can see everyone.
1: Yeah, so it's not, I am not like surprised. a place where you would go... Like, oh, we were just walking by as we dealt with our parking ticket. Like, when we went to get our wedding license, I was also struck by how, like, imposing the the whole, like, wedding yeah. portion of City Hall is. It really was, like... It's like marriage bureau that yes. way. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is giving me actually quite a sense of how meaningful and important it is that we're doing this. It's like we're in a secular church. Um, so that backfired on them because then they were spotted leaving, and like as soon as they left, they were getting like messages from like their like PR or whatever being like, "Did you just get married?" Like, p- <laughs> there's people are calling to confirm that you got married because you were just seen. At Getting the married bureau in City Hall, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh yeah, okay, I guess we'll just like post it on Instagram." They did post a video. Honestly, I Stray loved Street. the video.
0: It was so <laughs> sweet. There's something that I just love so much about a City Hall marriage ceremony. Like, it is so stripped down. It is really just like a couple out here committing themselves. They both look so giddy. They're in normal clothes. They don't look so done up, and like. I don't yeah. I don't know. There's something particularly sweet about that, maybe because it's different from the images of weddings and marriage that we're used to seeing idealized. Well, and also I think even
1: within Bachelor Nation, there's been like an arms race of like any piece of content that's tangentially related to weddings has to be so glossy. And like yeah, many true. of the people that I like best in Bachelor Nation are guilty of this. Like, Leslie's wedding content and honeymoon content is all so immaculate. Which, like, I and get. Also, like <laughs> Sydney, who is getting married soon. Uh, her, she's constantly posting like they're in white and they're like doing something romantic, and it's like wedding soon. You know, like there is this sense that like anything that's related to the wedding, you have to basically look like a bride in it. And Maddie, Maddie and Grant's engagement reveal photo shoot was like a prime example of that and then serena's in her like boots and like black leather pants i know i'm like here i am (laughs) for my for my wedding marriage certificate yeah i really enjoyed it yeah um happy for them excited for more wedding content from them when they get that big wedding yeah see
0: give us both give us the glossy (laughs) stuff and give us the stripped down stuff just give me all the content i am please you i i'm entitled to it I'm sorry. Just, I am just kidding. Um, Astrid and Kevin. Astrid, and Kevin. Astrid and Kevin
1: oh, were love all on them. Bachelor in Paradise after appearing on The Bachelor and Bachelorette Canada, respectively. Kevin was also on Winter Games. I forget that he wasn't originally an American uh, franchise contestant because I feel like I know him so well. Like, I know. Well, he's he's just, did,
0: he is the reason Ashley, I and Jared are together in a sense. That's right. And thank you so much <laughs>
1: to him for that uh they are such a sweet couple they were one of those classic like solid bib couples and they have a son together named seem great yeah they have an adorable
0: son together and just i just like love them i know i love them they live in toronto now um they got married in florida and there were a bunch of bachelor friends in attendance Astrid is really close with Rachel Lindsay, so she and Brian were there. Um, and a handful of other women from her season, which was Nick's season of The Bachelor, Alexis Waters and Whitney Fransway, Christina Schulman was there, um, and Blake Horseman and Giannina were also there. Yeah.
1: Blake is always just, like, popping up, being friends with people I didn't uh, fully realize. But... Um... I love seeing I love seeing these little groups get together, and you like know whose friendships have really stood the. Test I know of time. I
0: did I did note because this was the same weekend as Maddie uh, and Grant's wedding. I was like, oh, I see Raven has clearly fallen out yeah. or just like distanced from from more than just Rachel.
1: That makes sense because I think Rachel. It's not surprising to me. Rachel was kind of the heart of the major social group of that. Of that uh, gang and while she has not spoken publicly about what happened it sounds like she feels really really wronged by Raven and so it would make sense to me that a lot of their friends would would not prioritize staying friends with Raven and that maybe then Raven would prioritize like making other ties in Bachelor Nation because like staying in some sort of Bachelor Nation social circle you know you're already to some extent in contact with A lot of people from different seasons of the show and to like completely lose that connection oh yeah yeah i don't think she it makes sense to me that she's maybe reinvesting a little bit more in some of the other (laughs) seasons um but yeah beautiful wedding and then we got some engagements
0: so thomas jacobs proposed to becca kufrin if you have forgotten becca proposed to thomas Earlier this year and now it's mutual and now they both have their sweet engagement rings and I just I love these mutual proposals. I think they're so sweet. I really like Thomas and Becca. They just seem fantastic. He seems like such a better fit for her. Yeah. That other guy. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And. They were I was they also posted some really cute voting selfies together, and I was like, Aww. "Yes, love this for her." Yeah,
1: He proposed to her on like a pumpkin carving outing, and she was like, "Of course, my fingernails were like full of pumpkin guts. Thanks so much. <laughs> the photos very, are really cute though. such cute photos. Um, Crystal Nielsen got engaged to her partner, Miles Bowles. They have been together for a while. They have a daughter together. Crystal, of course, was one of the fun villains from Ari's season, and then she was on Bachelor in Paradise and married Chris Randone on the show briefly. Briefly, but yeah, they they quickly divorced, and she has been with Miles for a while. They have a daughter. They seemed very happy. I would love to have some of these couples get engaged and just be like, well, we're not that happy about it. But they all seem really convinced that they're happy. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Dean Unglert is actually maybe the closest we're going to get to a, I'm not that happy about it. And that Dean has been like for years being like, why should I have to propose to Kaylin? Like, I don't get that. That's so like old school. I don't really want to have to propose. And maybe she should propose to me. Anyway, he proposed to Kaylin. Miller Keys, who he met on Bachelor in Paradise. And it, they had an unconventional really paradise relationship. She, they, yeah. like, sort of left the beach together.
0: Yeah. They had mid-season. broken up and he had left and she had just started to talk to someone else. And then he came back and was basically like, I actually do want to try being in a relationship with you. And then they've been together ever since. They like own a house together. They've been wearing mutual commitment rings since 2020. Like it's they've been together for years. Um, Yeah, they have a very sweet seeming. Like you never really know
1: what will happen. Like sometimes people come off this show and they seem really solid, and then you watch their relationship and you're like, they don't seem like super compatible or happy, but they're like committed to it. These like Caitlin and Sean built. Yeah, God. <laughs> and then you see people Kalen, like them that are just like, they they find their sweet spot and they like thrive. They're like we're getting a house, but we're
0: also going on these cool adventure trips. Yeah, it's like their like interests together. have converged. They like to do a lot of the same things. They have built this genuinely beautiful looking life together. And frankly, I like that neither of them are the most traditional people. Like they have like taken a lot of steps that don't involve a traditional engagement and marriage that show their commitment to each other. Like I think that that is part of why Dean has been able to kind of make these like pithy, sort of negative seeming comments over the years because like his commitment to Kalen was never actually in question. Like I, yeah. a lot of this, a lot of this stuff was like stuff that he would say on his own podcast, kind of in jest. Yeah, um, it was. It yeah. was
1: joking. It just. It differs a little bit from some of the super earnest, like sentimental
0: content. I find it I find it kind of of relatable though. Totally. It makes I'm like Dean is someone I would hang out with. Like I totally feel more kinship towards their kind of vibe. If I were to end up in any of these relationships, actually,
1: that would be the closest one to what my actual (laughs) comfort level would be. But he did surprise her, I guess, with a proposal on the beach in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And, and he captioned the post, under promise, over deliver. And you know what? That is a sentiment I can get behind. Me too. He's like, guys, I did it big. Like, <laughs> He's like I brought down her
0: expectations, slowly but surely. These photos are also so stunning. Like, you can see she is laughing with surprise. Like, her whole body is bent back. <laughs> it is just so... Sweet. It's so sweet, and they just—I don't know—it's such a different vibe from a couple that hasn't known each other very long. Yeah, there's just a comfort you see in all of their content together, yeah. and obviously, like we're judging from you know external things, but of course, that's just the sense that that I get. It's sweet. I'm—I I'm just enjoy all these like the the differences between all these
1: different content creators and their like aesthetics and like yeah dean is really into like uh, like elevated travel style content like he'll do like crazy looking like drone shots over it's closer to to, like leslie murphy's
0: yeah but i would say
1: like a little bit more like um area more like documentary style um, not You know, that sounds... It's like
0: he and Andrew from Love is Blind are just (laughs) wildlife
1: photographers. Right. Like, hers feels a little bit more like lifestyle meets travel, I guess. And his is more like, look at this cool, high-quality drone shot I got of our encampment. But yeah, in different ways, they're both, like, doing something a little different from, like, the basic uh, influencer stuff. Anyway, we're super happy for them. Also, Claire Crawley got engaged to her boyfriend, Ryan
0: Dawkins. Love that for her.
1: They had only, like... He's pretty private. He has, like, a private Instagram account. I know he... Which I
0: also love for her.
1: Yeah. He, like, is a CEO of, like, a sports marketing company or something like that. And he has two daughters from a previous uh, relationship. So she had only posted him, I think, publicly on Instagram, like, a, a couple months ago. But she posted their proposal. He also apparently asked her mother, who, as... For those who don't remember is, you know, has um, dementia and is really, you know, declining in health. And Claire has talked a lot about how difficult that is and how um, important her mother is to her. And he apparently asked her mother for Claire's hand and proposed again in front of her so that she could be part of it. And they're also planning to do this with the wedding, I guess, to have uh, a ceremony like in Hawaii, I think but also an intimate ceremony just with her
0: mother. I just think that I'm like crying. I am such a softie, but I think that that's so, that's so lovely. And I just, I feel like Claire has been through a lot in public and has been such like an object of discussion and scorn and yeah, derision. And like, it's just cool to see her looking really happy with a person who is not a public figure he's not out here trying to get social media followers he I think is in his 40s he has two kids like they just seem like equals
1: yeah it's very it's very nice to see people thriving and in love and speaking of the, of which we mentioned it briefly earlier but Kelly and Peter are Instagram official again they're back on
0: maybe There's this so is so much love
1: so much love everyone's love is bursting into full blossom. I, listen, it makes me happy. Listen, you truly love to see it. Love. We love to see it. <laughs> we love to see love. <laughs> I also just love to spend most of a gossip episode just being like, oh, look, they got oh, married. They. It's so cute. I bet they're <laughs> really happy. <laughs> this is the juicy coverage you're all looking for. <laughs> I love how sweet they are
0: together. Look, we started <laughs> with some real gossip, and then we just got to gush. This is <laughs> our reward. Yeah. No,
1: I, I'm so happy for everyone, and I hope we continue to see everyone settling down, getting married, and giving us that gooey content we deserve.
0: Everyone has to get married. <laughs> <And> that's, <laughs> that's where we've pivoted. Maybe we're the televangelists. Yes. Except we don't want people to wait. Do it now. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, quick shout out to the fact that election day is over. Pretty glad about that. But um, everyone should keep paying attention to the news and, you know, maybe get involved in the Georgia senatorial runoff that's going to happen in December. Just little little plug for that, for democracy. <laughs> A
1: little plug for democracy. <laughs>
0: And on that note, that's it for Love to See It with Emma and Claire. Love to See It is produced by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray and Stitcher. This episode was edited by Tamika Weatherspoon. Our theme music is by Tamar Haviv and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Martirana is our executive producer. If you like the show, please follow us, rate
1: us five stars, leave a review, especially on Apple Podcasts. And of course, tell all
0: your friends about our show. It really helps new people find the podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can always email us at claireandemmapod at gmail.com. You
1: can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at love to see it Pod and Instagram at Claireandemmapod. And you can find our newsletter Rich Text on Substack at Claire
0: We are currently covering Love is Blind season three. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Emma Lady Rose. And I'm at Claire E. Fallon. We'll be back
1: next week for more Bachelor in Paradise. Can you keep up? I like, love it. Stitcher.
0: Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes!